Hi, moms. With Mother's Day approaching, I wanted to once again share a special podcast with you with the founder and president of Moms for America, Kimberly Fletcher. Kimberly will talk with us about the powerful influence of moms in their homes and in our country. You are going to love this. Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Each week, we introduce you to special guests who share their personal stories and advice on how to build a strong foundation of faith, family, and freedom in their home, community, and country. Hi, moms. I'm Debbie Kurlitis, your host. Thanks for joining us once again. Every week, we gather together to inspire, encourage, and educate moms in their journey through motherhood. We believe that liberty begins at home and that you moms, you are gifted with the most incredible blessing of raising the next generation. So right on the top of the show, I want to let you know about today's discussion and a very, very special guest. This is going to be really fun for me today because I get to interview interview a very special friend who is also our fearless leader at Moms for America. Kimberly Fletcher is the president and founder of Moms for America that started in 2004 in Dayton, Ohio. Kimberly will share her personal story and why she started this amazing organization, what makes moms so incredibly special, and how the moms, yes, the moms are going to save our country. So stay tuned here. But before we get started, I want to take care of a little bit of business on the top here. For those of you that are listening for the very first time, welcome. I want to invite you to visit our website, momsforamerica.us. Check out all of our amazing resources, events, and programs. When you stop by, please sign up for our mom memo. This is our weekly newsletter, and this is how we stay connected and we can communicate with you and our community. Uh, also, please become a podcast subscriber. I always have to ask that every week. You know, join us on the format, share the share the podcast with your friends. We're on Charisma Podcast Network. We're on all of the formats. So we're just absolutely thrilled that we have such a, be- a beautiful platform to connect with moms. Um, we would appreciate it, like I said, if you tell your mom or friends about this. We hope to educate, inspire them um, on their journey. And we just absolutely love connecting with moms. So on to today's episode, like I mentioned earlier, I am just absolutely thrilled to have our president, Kimberly Fletcher, joining us today. Kimberly will be sharing how and why she started this organization, the powerful influence, and I mean the powerful influence of mothers. And she's also going to share a little bit of advice on raising your children in today's culture and the challenges that face us as moms. Kimberly is a military wife, mother of eight. Yes, you heard that, mother of eight. And she's also a grandmama. Um, She's truly, truly an amazing woman. And I can say that because I work with her every day. Uh, She has many gifts and talents. And I get to say, welcome, Kimberly, to the Moms for America podcast. That sounds kind of funny. I can't believe I get to be here. It does sound kind of funny, but this is the first time I've been able to be on. And I feel very privileged and honored to be here. Oh, um, Kim, first, let's just introduce the, the ladies that are listening to your family real quick. Tell us about the Fletcher family. Well, I am a military wife. My husband served for almost 30 years in the United States Air Force as an officer. And the time that we were in the Air Force really helped me grow and appreciate the importance of family 
and and faith and those connections around you to help you get through those difficult times when when you're apart. So we are a very close knit family. And uh, mm -hmm. my oldest is, um, oh my gosh, what was my oldest? 30 something, 35. <laughs> yeah. My youngest is 18. One of those children. Yeah. One of those children. I have six sons and two daughters. And um, by the grace of God, our youngest daughter was an, an extra special gift we didn't expect. Um, we adopted her. And she tells everybody that she's the one that that mommy and daddy chose. Everybody else, you know, we just got stuck with. So she, <laughs> she is, she's very happy to be that special person <laughs> in our family. So cute. Um, well, some of our moms have not heard you speak, Kim, um, and they may be listening for the very first time. I would love to have you just at the beginning of the show here, just talk a little bit about why you started this organization. I know so many times you have told me that God called you to do this, that this was a mission from God. Um, how did this happen? It absolutely was a um a calling from God. And I, as a mom, you know, and I'm, that's my whole focus. I was a homeschool mom. It took all of my time and I served in, in our church and our community, but, you know, really it was all about family. And one day I'm sitting on the couch and I feel this overwhelming feeling that I need to start an organization. And it's supposed to be about families and freedom. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's crazy. <laughs> so what? for like the, the next two weeks, I'm sitting there, you know, trying to get this thought out of my head and, and arguing, with, arguing with myself, like, what do I know about this? How could I possibly do anything like that? And until one day I realized I'm not arguing with me, I'm arguing with God. Mm -hmm. And of course I would do anything that he asked. And so I just, you know, put my hands up and said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I remember having a conversation with my mom and telling her that I was feeling that I needed to start this organization. And <laughs> she didn't laugh at me. That's the funny thing. I'm like, I don't know what to call it. That was my big, my big hang up. What do I call this national organization? And she said, mm -hmm. well, why don't you call it what you know? And I said, what do I know? I'm just a mom and a homemaker. And she said, well, that's what you should call it. And I'm like, what? And, and I, so I realized, you know, after a couple of weeks of, of again, arguing with, I thought myself and realizing the Lord, he's calling me to do this. And so I kept asking the same question over and over and over again. Why me? There are mm -hmm. so many people who know so much more and could do a much better job than I could. And then I just, he answered me one day and said, yes, but they'll do it their way. And I want it done my way. Mm. And he knew that I was going to have to do everything on my knees and, and rely on him because I had no idea what I was doing. And he put all the right people in my path. I had the right experiences. I was in the right places. I met the right people all to guide me. He opened those doors. It was. He, he qualifies who he calls. And mm. he, I definitely feel like he qualified me. But every day I still am questioning you know, am I, am I doing what he wants? Am I, am I hearing? Am I, am I following in the path? And I, 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 the one thing that I can absolutely say is I'm giving everything that I can. And I listen to him and hope that, that, um, that I don't fall short. I, I take this very seriously. Well, it has been an amazing 18 years of Moms for America. Can you believe that? Right. Let's talk about the three pillars, um, the three pillars, empowering moms, promoting liberty, and raising patriots. That's the three pillars of Moms for America, but I'd like to just even move forward, forward with that a little bit and talk about our mission. So that's our pillars, but what is the mission of Moms for America? You know, the mission is something that has been um, 
it evolved at the very beginning. My whole idea was now we have a megaphone. Let's go out there and let the media know we're here. We have another voice. And be, they would be like, oh, sure. What's the other side? And and we would talk to members of Congress or elective, elected leaders and they would say, oh, well, what's your opinion? And I quickly realized that they don't care. Um, the media has a specific agenda that they're not going to you know, stray from. And mm -hmm. uh, the, those in elected office, you know, most of them are politicians that don't have an understanding of what service means. And the only time they really care about us is when there's an election. And there are obviously exceptions to that. But unfortunately, it's become more of the rule than the exception. And I realized that I really wasn't being paid attention to at all. We had this megaphone and they're like, yeah, we don't care what you have to say. And it was it was right around um, 2009 when the Tea Party launched and, and we were highly involved in that. And I realized that there's a there's a piece that's missing there. And that when all the people got involved in the Tea Party movement started to fight for their freedom, I thought, okay, so all of those people are now doing what we were doing, but what is missing? Mm, and that's yeah. when it hit. and that's when the mission came. That's when the real mission came. And it mm -hmm. was the home. And so our whole entire mission is to build a foundation of liberty in the homes of America. We we do it through the mothers of America so that mm -hmm. so that they can raise a new generation of patriots and, and we're literally healing America from the inside out. We keep looking to Washington to solve our problems. And the more we look to Washington, the bigger the problem gets because big government is the problem. And so we need to remember that we're not just a government for the people, but of and by the people. And when we can teach our children that, when we can mm -hmm. understand it ourselves, then suddenly we're empowered with a knowledge and understanding that transcends any person sitting in an elected office. It, it is our rights come from God and the constitution protects them. And when you know those things, it's very empowering. When you know the true story of America that we used to be taught in schools, then it's like, oh my gosh, I have something to believe in and to fight for. And that's right. really what we do. That's right. Well, our organization is 500,000 moms of a network of moms and we believe, right, Kim, that we're going to go into a million moms, that there is such an um, importance of reaching moms and encouraging moms and helping to train them because they really have such an important role in society. They are the greatest influencers. So where do you see Moms for America going? Where are we headed? I think the moms are going to lead us where, where we're, where we're going to go. There is mm -hmm. a and a big market out there for truth, for common sense. Yes. And I know we have moms who come to our Facebook page frequently who say, I'm not even conservative and these are my people. I mean, <laughs> a common sense resonates, you know, people gravitate to truth and, and you want to have your freedom. Freedom courses through our veins as Americans. We're used to it, we're, we, we gravitate to it. And when we feel like that freedom is being pulled away from us, we're gonna to start to fight for it, especially when it is affecting our children. And that's Absolutely. what we're seeing right now is this, this national revolution, if you will, um, mom-led revolution and Moms for America literally is at the forefront. So we've kind of become the, the, the hub for all of these moms across the country to come to, to be able to connect, to find support, to be able to, to um, stand up for those, those principles and values that we care, for, care about for our children. And I mm -hmm. think they are already leading the movement and, and we're all coming together and supporting each other through it. So where I see is us just growing even more. And as mm -hmm. we become, we are the light. We don't, we, we want other 
moms to become that light, to realize we're the light in the darkness. No matter what happens, trials we face, we are the ones who can, who can determine what the future is going to be. So we have a lot of projects and programs coming down the road. Um, uh, We're going to be celebrating constitution week in a big way. We celebrate it every year, but this year it's going to be even bigger and we're going to be launching a national constitution B we're planning a bus tour. Um, We have a lot of fun things to connect with moms across the country and help them feel a part of this movement and in a positive way impact our country protect our children and defend those liberties that that unite and support us all Mm -hmm. and when the moms come to us they're looking for resources they're looking for help they're looking for guidance guidance they're looking for a community that they can connect with another project we're going to be doing is restoring patriotism because if we do not teach our children um, to be patriots and and the greatness of our country, we will lose the future. There are so many resources, and I'm just saying this directly to you moms, please visit momsforamerica.us. We have so many incredible resources for everything from cottage meetings to um, uh, how to take back your school boards, how um, how to homeschool, how to be a part of a community, and just really how to save America because it all happens at our kitchen table. It all happens in our home. So Kim, you are a mom with a dream, right? God plants this inside your soul. Um, and you wanted to help save America, heal the country, um, empower moms. How can moms that are listening rise up? How can they answer the call? How can they get engaged? We might be a little intimidated by your story, okay? So you're at home with eight kids and all of a sudden now, 18 years later, God has risen you up beautifully to lead a national organization of a half a million, a million moms. But this may intimidate a mom that's listening. She may say, listen, I'm at home changing diapers. This isn't going to happen to me, but every day God calls us to greatness, right? whether it's, it's the smallness of, of, of what we're doing in our home, which is equally as important, or to a national level, what would you say to moms to encourage them in their, in their home and in their calling? I would, I would have to say that that is the most valuable thing that we can do. Of, of all the things that I do, the, the thing that, that I feel has been the greatest, um, the greatest gift, the greatest blessing, the greatest responsibility, and the greatest return is what I do in my home with my children. And the greatest act of patriotism a mother can ever perform will be within the walls of her own home. Ronald Reagan said, all great change in America begins at the dinner table. And, and I 100% believe that. Matthew Vassar, when he started Vassar Women's College, he said, the mothers of a country mold its citizens, determine its institutions, and shape its destiny. All the greats from Abraham Lincoln to George Washington, even Napoleon and Bonaparte talked about the powerful influence of mothers. And and we have been kind of pulled away from that whole entire idea and concept in our society and culture. And the reason why is because those who are trying to destroy the constitution, Mm -hmm. our freedoms, um, separate our families, they know the powerful influence that we have. We're literally standing in between those who want to take our children and and we who are protecting them. And they need us out of the way. If they're going to create a whole entire future society of of people who ignore God, dismiss dismiss him and, and throw aside our liberties, destroy the constitution, create this, this communist utopia that has never existed anywhere on the planet. They have to take our children's hearts and minds. And that's what this goal is. They've infiltrated our schools. They've infiltrated all aspects of our society and culture. And we have been losing because we have been fighting principle with policy and we need Mm. to start fighting principle with principle because when we do freedom wins and where that starts 
as you said at the beginning, liberty begins at home. So it's just those simple things that we do in our home, in our own hearts. The cottage meeting is, is the whole reason we started it was to put those, those truths and, and that true story of America inside the hearts of mothers. They get excited and they want to share they it with do. their children. Mm -hmm. And then we've provided all these resources for them to be able to share those things with their children through many cottages, through the, the, the best books that we've been able to find to help them understand what freedom looks like, that it's worth fighting for. We literally are raising a generation of patriots who will who know the cost of freedom and are willing to pay the price. And, and that's the most important thing that we can do. Whatever America is going to look like in 10, mm. 20, 30 years from now, that's right. it's all being decided in our homes today. So if we don't like what we see, let's change it and start with our own children and sweep our own front porch before we go out anywhere else. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That is so good. Um, what about the moms too? Maybe we're maybe some moms are feeling overwhelmed, right? You remember those days, Kimberly, at your home where you were just wondering if you could just get through the day um, instead of maybe taking on the world. Maybe they just feel a little discouraged. Maybe they feel overwhelmed, or maybe they just feel like we're losing the fight. You know, the battle just is is too tough. Um, I want to encourage moms because you have so much experience. And, you know, when you're looking backwards, you kind of have some def different advice as, as you can share forward thinking with these moms. You know, I used to do this way, I used to feel this way, but now looking back, here's what I would share with moms that are kind of maybe needing some encouragement. What would you say? Well, I can certainly tell you how to not do things because I did a lot of things wrong. You <laughs> know, we're, we're, all, we're all kind of learning, <laughs> learning as we go. Um, I, I would have to say, um, I don't want to get choked up here, but um, I remember when my children were little and you know that you just shampooed the rug and then all of a sudden there's red Kool-Aid on the floor and okay, oh, well, red Kool-Aid and right. you just finished painting a wall and next thing you know, they're writing their name with permanent black marker on the wall and you just like it just seemed like everything that you did was being undone and and, and it was kind of frustrating you know right. um and one day as I was wiping the handprints off of the wall again something hit me I mean it just I swear I think it was just God just talking to me and saying hold on to this and I realized at that mm -hmm. moment as I'm wiping those handprints off that wall there will come a day where you will miss those handprints yeah so and true. <laughs> I'm now I'm now a nana. I have eight <laughs> grandchildren. Eight, almost eight. I have seven. And I I just love them to death. And um when we started to we're getting ready to move um, out of our house, we had to redo the carpet. And I waited till the last minute to do the carpet because I didn't want to fuss at my grandchildren for messing up the carpet. <laughs> but they came over one day and I said, okay, so Nana just put new carpet on the floor and we can't eat in here. We can't, you know, I'm just going down through the list because, because we have to make sure the carpet stays clean. And um, the next time they came to visit uh, Abby, just adorable. She's four. She came in and, and she started to walk into the, to the living room with, with a cup in her hand. And she goes, Oh no, we can't do that because it might mm. hurt the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they can be taught, you know, okay. but, but accidents happen. And so milk spills on the table. There's paper right. towels. What, what our children will remember is how we made them feel. They're, yes. they're not going to necessarily remember everything that we said, but they'll remember how we made them feel and what we said while we did that. Reading to our children, great books. We have a whole list of them on our website. 
I, I, I have to say that of all the places, I mean, I, I speak before thousands, I'm on media, I'm traveling all over the country talking to moms. I love to see their eyes light up when they, when they realize just how important they are. And, and I, I find great joy in that. But I will mm -hmm. tell you that my favorite place where I get the greatest joy is sitting on the couch with my children or grandchildren and a good book. And um, I love that. I love mm -hmm. those times that I have with them. And it, it goes so fast. My youngest is 18 now. And I, I remember the pitter patter on the floor. And I remember him being on the stairs. He was, he was the one that went boom, 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 boom down the stairs. I'm like, he's going to die. He's like, everybody's got one of those, right? Yeah. Everybody's got one of those. And I had all these little adventurers, you know, they, they, I, I literally, okay. You guys will love this one. I had a child, <laughs> my son, Zachary who just could not seem to stay tethered to the home. And no matter what I did, if I locked the doors, I locked the windows, it didn't matter. Somehow he's like my escape artist. And all the people in the neighborhood knew him. He's two years old, okay? And we go to have a block party and they're like, oh, so you're Zachary's mom. And I'm like, this is an issue. So I, I actually went and got a hundred foot dog runner and I tied it from the house to the tree post outside and I put a 50 foot line on it so that when I was making dinner I just hook him on the line and I'm looking outside to make sure he's safe and I remember one of the neighbors coming over and just going oh my gosh look at her and I'm like well I know where my kid is where's yours you know so like, I mean we do what we moms get to. creative when they need to right he was safe and I knew where he was and he wasn't running the neighborhood as a two-year-old. So, you know, you just, you just roll with the punches, but I will say the greatest advice that I could possibly give to all you moms out there is first and foremost, realize that everything in our children's lives, they'll remember mom. They'll remember mm. what mom said. They'll have that special place in uh, our heart and true. God knows them more than we do. So do everything with him. And you'll be okay. Amen. I love that. What about to the grandmas? You know, sometimes a lot of the, the grandmas say, well, I don't have kids right now. My kids are grown. Um, your grandma, I'm not a grandma yet. My oldest just got married. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the, you know, I could see. Oh, just wait. Coming. You're going to love it. That's what I hear. Everybody <laughs> says, and I love my kids so much. I can't even imagine. <laughs> what it's going to be, you know, so I still have, cause mine are 24, 21 and, and 17. So I still have a little bit of a journey to be a grandma, but we want to tell grandmas something so important because they have a special place in their family, right? They are the matriarch. They are, they hold a certain place of, of favor among their grandkids. And they really need to be speaking truth and really rising up as grandmas. They do. I, I can't believe the influence that I have on my grandchildren. It, it's it's really? kind of mind blowing, right. um, but we just took them ice skating the other day. And, and this happens anywhere I go. I walk in the room and their eyes light up and, and they're like, they come running to me and I'm scooping them all up and I'm like, I'm going to run out of arms soon. And it's, it's the, it's the greatest feeling ever. There is that, I, I love connection with your grandchildren that you, you, you can't possibly imagine. And even if you're not close to them physically, there is that relationship that you can have. They've got FaceTime now. They've, they've got, mm -hmm. um, you, you can, you can email, you can, it's all kinds of ways that you can connect with them and, and have that relationship. 
So one of the things that that we do is we do FaceTime a lot, you know, um, when I'm traveling or whatever. Uh, my daughter-in-law will, will say, hey, Abby, Abby and Zoe miss you. Can they can they FaceTime? And I'm like, yes, unless I'm on a stage somewhere. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and we'll just talk. And I've actually been, you know, I get on and I, I'll read stories to them or I'll I'll talk to them about, you know, they're like, where are you and what are you doing? And I make them part of, of where I am. So yeah. that relationship is really, really powerful. And we can read those stories to them. We can, one of the things that Moms for America is doing through the Restoring Patriotism is creating these Patriot Packs and something that um, grandmas can send to their to their grandchildren, Yes. Um, whether it's the coloring books that talk about these stories of America, or right. we have a whole entire Liberty Trips program that we're, that we're launching and, and, and grandmas can be a part of that. You know, when, when we're grandmas, we have a little bit more money than we did when we were, you know, just moms <laughs> and um so you you can you can Invest. supply some of those things that maybe the mom and dad can't and and always be a support to the to the parents so your children i have six sons as i said five of them are married and there's a different relationship between you know your sons and your daughters in law it's when my daughter gets married i know i'll always have that connection when my sons got married i'm like I'm telling my sons all the time, don't you ruin my relationship with my daughters-in-law. <laughs> and so I'm always trying to be, you know, supportive of them, be careful of, of, of what we say. And I, I know I've had a lot of grandmas call, and I think you've heard from them too, who, who say, you know, my, my children won't even let me see my grandchildren anymore because of my political views or, or whatever. It's heartbreaking. And, it is heartbreaking. I couldn't even imagine if that, if that was happening to me, but that's another, that's another time where I say, you know what, just love them, mm -hmm. just keep loving them, love them through the pain and they mm -hmm. will come around and, yeah. and pray for them. And yeah. there's nothing more powerful than a mother's prayer or a grandmama's prayer. That's so right. keep those prayers going, keep those connections close and the seeds that you're planting today with your children will help you keep them stronger through difficult times when your children are grown and they have children and, and they will rely on you. They'll, they'll want that, that connection and your, your grandchildren are going to hunger for it. And I love every minute of it. So hold on to it. Hold on to it. And right. We never stop being a mom, no matter how old our kids are, where God's given us that beautiful space and position in our family to speak to our kids and then speaking to our grandkids. So grandparents out there, grandmas out there, please realize that God's put you in a beautiful role to speak truth and to cultivate your, those, those grandkids' hearts. Um, just because they're not, your, they're not your direct children, they are your direct gift. You're, you're a direct line from heaven. So keep speaking to them and encouraging them, like uh, Kimberly said. So we are just about out of time. We could, you know, you and I, this is dangerous. You and I could talk for about 20 hours. So we'll have to do a part two, three, four, five with you um, here in the future, Kimberly. But um, before we leave, I always mention the uh, cottage meetings with our moms and I tell them about that. But you know what, since I have you, you want to mention the cottage meetings uh, to the moms that are listening and the importance of our signature series? Absolutely. So one of the things that um, I do when I talk about the cottage meetings is I just tell my own my own personal story. And um, but just to give a quick overview of what the cottage meetings are, it's mm -hmm. kind of like Tupperware for Liberty. That's how we you know explain it. And instead of promoting plasticware and candles, we promote the principles mm -hmm. of liberty and we we do it through inspiring stories and examples moms can relate to. So it instantly resonates with us. And we realize 
um, the connection that it has within our own homes and families. So um, a few years ago, I called into a radio show. And just so you know, when you when you are a guest on a radio show, you have like an eight minute segment. So as a caller, you get like 30, 60 seconds if you're really lucky. I was on the call for two and a half minutes. And I remember that, that <laughs> I called in because the radio host was talking about mandatory sentencing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my head's exploding. This is so not outside of the constitution and, and blind justice and everything. And so I called in and we had, like I said, a two minute conversation. And when we got to that two minute mark, he said, well, ma'am, what branch of law do you practice? And I'm like, I'm not a lawyer, I'm a mom. And he goes, I love that. Well, how do you know all this? And I said, let me tell you about the cottage meeting. So it's, it's literally, um, putting in in our hearts, not just our minds, our hearts, what we should have known, what, what we should have been taught in school, this this idea of, of freedom is, is you have to nurture it, you have to foster it. it. It doesn't, as Ronald Reagan said it, you know, we didn't, doesn't come through the bloodstream. It has to be taught, it has to be passed on mm. or we'll lose it. And so our schools don't teach it anymore. Um, mm -hmm. hardly at all. And what they do right. teach is completely contrary to what the truth is. Um, lawyers, they don't learn the constitutional law anymore. It's all case law going around the constitution. And so when, when you start to learn these principles, they're so simple that you're like, why doesn't anybody get this? And, and just a, a couple of weeks ago, I got a a text from one of our uh, Florida moms. And she said, Oh my gosh, I just want to thank you so much for the cottage meetings. I can't tell you the things that I'm learning and how just empowered I feel when I have conversations. And she said she was um, speaking to her <laughs> state representative and um, he asked her to slow down so he could take notes. I and they were it. talking about the constitution and you don't even realize you're learning the constitution mm -hmm. when, when you take the cottage meetings, but, but that's exactly what we're doing. And it is very empowering. It is. And it's a 12 part series. It's on our website. We actually have a whole page dedicated to the cottage meeting. So again, go to momsforamerica.us, check out the cottage meetings, check out all our resources, our books, our events, our programs. And we have videos that are topic driven that are exactly what the moms are dealing with and need to hear about. Geez, our State of the Union was just amazing. Um, a variety of topics. So we're providing as much information as we can to these moms to just to really to help them in their journey because there is so there are so many things coming at our kids and at our home that we really have to help shore them up and 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 give them the tools that they need in their toolkit. There's uh, something I want to give moms just as a a fun thing to look at. If you've ever watched a Southern thing. It's, it's a Southern thing. It's a um, YouTube podcast and video podcast, just little segments. It's very cute. And there's one on grandmothers and the grandmother is being interrogated by the mother for not following the rules. And she's like, this is Nana's house. <laughs> anyway, it's great. So look up, it's a Southern thing, uh, grandma. And I, I think uh, you, they've got some really cute ones on there just to, just to give a nice little laugh for the grandmas out there. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, to all you mamas out there, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kimberly, for stopping by. Obviously, we just absolutely love Moms for America um, and what we're doing and all the things that you've helped push down the road and be a visionary for. So thank you for joining us. And for everybody else, like, subscribe, and share. Join us next week on uh, the Moms for America podcast, and let's keep changing our world one home at a time. Thanks. Thanks.